Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Wednesday, April 4th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Chase Cook from the Capitol had a great story in yesterday's paper. It seems that former County Executive John Leopold is back in the news again, and State Senator Brian Simonair has asked the Maryland State's prosecutor to look into allegations that the former County Executive has been bullying Pasadena families on the campaign trail. Now, Simonair and Leopold do have a history of policy disputes, and they have gone back and forth for years. Leopold was questioned by the Capitol, and he said he was not aware of any incident. And what Simon Ayer is talking about is that a family, who the senator declined to identify, did not want a Leopold sign in their yard, and they claimed that he got, quote, very aggressive, and, quote, he got all mad and says if he sees anybody else's signs on our lawn, he was done with us, unquote. Simon Ayer says it's not politically motivated. And it's just a senator responding to a constituent concern. And Leopold is running for the seat that is being vacated by Simon Ayer's daughter as well. It is a fairly crowded race with a total of five Republican candidates and one Democrat candidate in a heavily Republican district. The Maryland General Assembly has enacted legislation to update the state's sexual education curriculum. And they are going to emphasize the word consent. Delegate Ariana Kelly, a Democrat from Montgomery County, sponsored the bill, and she said she was inspired by her teenage daughter, who said that it was interesting when she was taught family life, human sexuality. They talked about preventing pregnancy. They talked about preventing diseases, but they didn't start at step one, which is you don't engage in any physical activity with someone who doesn't agree to be engaging in it. Personally, I think that daughter could probably serve pretty well in the House of Delegates. Kelly says the bill would require local school systems to offer age-appropriate instruction on the meaning of consent for middle and high school students. Former VP Al Gore is going to deliver the commencement address this spring at the University of Maryland. The school announced earlier this week that Gore is going to address the College Park campus on May 20th at the Xfinity Center. University of Maryland President Wallace Lowe said that Gore's ability to look over the horizon was a key factor in choosing him as a speaker. Gore was first elected to Congress in Tennessee in 1976. He served two terms as vice president under Bill Clinton and lost the 2000 presidential election to George W. Bush. He did receive a Nobel Prize in 2007 for his work to raise awareness of climate change. Speaking of colleges, and this is a great story, at just six years old, Mecky Johnson who's a student at Gilman up in Baltimore, heard a radio story about a student who was accepted to all eight of the Ivy League schools. And he told his mother when he was six, I'm going to do that one day. Well, damn if he didn't. He has been accepted to every single Ivy League school, plus the University of Chicago. Now, Johnson, who has attended the Gilman School since, well, forever, he's a lifer, is a National Merit Scholarship Program commended student with a 98.1 grade point average. 
And to give you an idea about the odds of this happening, more than 280,000 applications are sent to Ivy League schools last year, and less than five of those achieved the distinction of being accepted by all eight schools. Congratulations to Mecky Johnson, and he hasn't really picked where he's going to go yet. Boy, wouldn't that be tough to have that kind of a decision, huh? Hey, and if you are running for office with constituents located in Anne Arundel County, Ion Annapolis has a platform for you. Send your op-ed over to info at ionanapolis.net along with your headshot, and we will definitely publish it. We do believe that our readers need to be informed, and any way we can get information to them, we will. Also, if you are a candidate and you are interested in possibly doing a podcast with the Maryland Crabs or maybe as a bonus episode to this podcast, feel free to contact us as well, and we'll make that happen. And as we're talking about podcasts, hit that share button, tell your friends about us. Also, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you're getting your podcasts and give us a rating. It helps us grow, and I really personally appreciate it. Hang tight. We have George Young coming up in a little bit with kind of a freaky weather forecast as we wrap up the first week in April. And of course, we've got Sean Young with RBC Wealth Management, who has been a loyal and valued sponsor of this podcast. So listen to what he has to say right now. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, April 4th. Today, 4-4 is a big day, not only because there's some very interesting and potentially even dangerous weather ahead for the Annapolis area today, but it's also one of my favorite days of each year. More on that in a minute, but first, the interesting dangerous weather part. Temps will soar toward 70 degrees and beyond today on very strong southerly and westerly winds of 20 to 30 miles per hour sustained with gusts to 50 and beyond. And with those winds and a trailing and powerful cold front will come a chance for strong to even severe thunderstorms later today, followed by a quick drop off of temperatures from the 60s or 70s down into the 50s and even 40s. A wild weather day ahead indeed with more wild weather ahead as it might snow very early Saturday morning and maybe only be in the 40s for highs this weekend. Stay tuned to Ion Annapolis and DMV Weather for updates, as the bottom line is it's about to get active weather-wise for all of Anne Arundel County, and we may just see a little bit of all four seasons over the next four days. Speaking of four, today is 4-4, as we mentioned, and it's one of my favorite days of the year. Why? Try to be as brief as possible. I went to UNC Asheville in the early 90s for two reasons play Division I baseball, and get a degree in meteorology. I played my four years and ended up with a minor in meteorology after changing majors in my third year, but it was the experience of a lifetime. One of my roommates and teammates from UNC Asheville was Matt Swain. He was an incredible baseball player and even better human being. 
Everybody loved Maddie. A few years after we graduated in 1995, I was working on a MBA degree at East Carolina, and suddenly it hit me one day how I had almost lost touch with Matt completely, a best friend and then some. And before I knew it, after sitting down at my computer, I had a two-page letter in my hands to Matt saying, I'm not sure why I'm writing this letter to you, especially since 26-year-old guys don't really write their 26-year-old guy friends' letters. But I simply feel like I need to tell you how much your friendship means to me now because I don't want to wake up one day and have you be gone and somehow not have the chance to let you know. So that's that. And that that was that. I put the letter in an envelope, let it sit on my kitchen table for two days trying not to mail it, begrudgingly dropped it in the mailbox on a Thursday, and went off to work and forgot about it. And as fate would have it, Matt got the letter two days later that Saturday, read it, placed it on a night table next to his bed in his home in Kernersville, North Carolina, called another roommate and teammate of ours on his way out to a party that night to tell him about this weird, funny, cool letter he had gotten, and then he died in a single car accident on the way home that night. And that was that. I vowed from that point forward to try to do something to honor my friend. I didn't know what it was, but it was a promise made nonetheless. Matt had a nephew named Dylan who was maybe five or so at the time, I watched Dylan grow up from a distance, mainly via social media, and after nearly 20 years, I was finally set to actually meet Dylan for the first time ever in February of 2017. He was, for all intent and purposes, the second coming of Matt, and while I genuinely couldn't wait to meet Dylan for Dylan himself, I also couldn't deny the reality that I'd be getting a piece of my long-lost friend back after nearly two decades. And then I got a call one day in the middle of January last year telling me Dylan Swain had passed away suddenly in Charlotte. He was in his mid-twenties. Before I knew it, I was at Dylan's funeral a few days later at the same exact church in which which Matt's funeral was held, and when all was said and done, I watched Dylan's casket be lowered into the ground right next to my friend Matt. And that was that. And it was in the first few days after Dylan's funeral in which DMV weather was truly created. Full commitment, no looking back. Make it happen and honor both Matt and Dylan in the process. So why is this day so special? It's because my friend Matt wore number four in baseball. And everything I do now with DMV weather is for him and for Dylan. Don't get me wrong. I love the forecasting action, but I'd give anything for just one more day. And so on this day, 4-4, which just happens to be the day of Martin Luther King Jr.'s death, as well as the one-year anniversary of my stepdad's passing last year, it's a good day to remember dreams. And you know, as the U2 song sums it up, to live a day filled with pride in the name of love. This one's for you, Matt and Dylan. Hi, this is Randy. And Claudia Boldiga. Please join us and our presenting sponsor, RXNT, on Saturday, April 28th, on AAMC's South Campus for Denim and Diamonds Bash. Proceeds will benefit mental health and addiction services in our community. Now more than ever, we need to focus on this critical need. The bash sold out last year, so don't delay and join us for this fabulous night under the stars. Can't make the party? You can still help by purchasing a raffle ticket. This year's raffle is a stunning four-piece amethyst jewelry collection donated by Cezanne Jewelers, valued at $5,000. Only 100 tickets will be sold for the raffle, so don't miss out. For event or raffle tickets, go to aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Thanks for your support of Anne Arundel Medical Center's efforts to improve the availability of mental health and addiction services throughout our community. Remember, it's not just a party. It's a party with a purpose. Hi, I'm Anne Arundel County State's Attorney Wes Adams. The heroin and opioid epidemic has touched every family, including mine. 
That's why I've teamed up with our county executive, Steve Shu, to do something about it. We must stop the cycle of addiction at its source. Go to denialisdeadly.org right now or attend one of our Not My Child presentations occurring all around the county. You could save a life. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.